I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerrard, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Joining us now from NBC Sports and ProBasketballTalk.com. You saw him in Salt Lake City last week. Uh, Kurt Heelan, kind enough to join us. Kurt, we do not have ice cream sandwiches to offer you. We apologize for that on this conversation, but can't thank you enough for stopping by, though. And we may have lost Kurt. He's upset. He wanted his ice cream sandwiches. Here's the thing. So I always look at, like, you know, when guys are coming from California, and Kurt Heelan's a Southern California guy, and they're coming to Salt Lake. I'm like, oh, they're going to be so cold. They're going to be bundled up like crazy. Kurt Heelan, he was, like, shedding layers. Yeah. Like, I was freezing my tail off when we were outside, and Kurt's like, oh, man, he's ripping he was in off a the jacket. little T-shirt. Yeah. It's like, what is going on? Well, him and Dan Wykey. Yeah. I was impressed. Both of them showed some thick skin, a little bit of toughness. But it was beautiful. You got to admit, that All-Star weekend and the weather that hit in that moment really was choice. Yeah. It could Imagine this. Oh, geez. I oh. mean, I got to think Ryan Smith and Jim Olsen are looking at this right now. We were thinking... We were just 72 hours away from this being a problem. From a complete disaster. A complete disaster. Road that closures. Would, that, closures and- if, you, if you thought Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal were poking fun at Salt Lake City now, imagine what would happen if, if, if They're what we have this. right now. Oh, it would have been so bad. But I do wish Kurt Heelan would have had to sit through it. <laughs> I was just kidding. Kurt Heelan joins us now. Kurt, how are you? Hey, Kurt. I'm, yeah, I'm doing good. Sorry about that. i got to pay my cell phone bills. My bad, guys. So. Um, <laughs> you know, it happens to me all the time. It's all no, I, it does by happen. the way, Scotty, we, it was, not only was it great seeing you guys last week, and, and you're right, by the way, the weather was was spectacular. You know, it was really pretty nice there last weekend. But I think we got to get the most important thing out of the way first, Scotty, which is I did get over to Pretty Bird while I was there. Yes. And then you're right. That's a really great sandwich. <laughs> nice. It lived up to the billing. Did you go with the spicy or just the regular? I I'm a wimp. I did not a mild like a mild spice. Like I'm not I'm not a super spicy guy. But I'm I have uh, I have the uh, the look pretty much my my genetic makeup is just name a country where people don't tan, and I, I'm from there. And so just <laughs> there's not a lot of spicy food in my in my in my in my blood. Well, Hans and I come from Northern European stock, so we know with, yeah. with us, it's at least me in particular. It's when it comes to uh, tanning, it's either regular or extra crispy. So, like that's and, <laughs> and if it's any spicier than a mushroom, it gives me indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta tell you, you guys hit it. I mean, Ryan Smith and Jim Olson and the Jazz—they got to be breathing a big sigh of relief because beautiful weather over the weekend, and right now, Kurt, it is. As miserable of a winter storm as we've ever had in Salt Lake City in the last six or seven years. That I can remember. Like, this is, it is white out. Nobody's traveling. There's wrecks everywhere with people that are traveling. Like, this is miserable. And the Jazz dodged a huge bullet. If you thought that Shaquille O'Neal and, and uh, Charles Barkley were complaining about no nightlife, it would have gotten really ugly for the Jazz had this storm hit. 
uh, last week. Kurt, think about this. Uh, Lloyd Cole has got 18 inches of snow at his house since yesterday. What did it start? About 5 o'clock yesterday, Lloyd? Maybe 3 o'clock? 18 inches of snow at Lloyd's house since 5 o'clock yesterday. That's how crazy this winter storm has been. Yeah, it, it, it looked, you know, I'd been following it a little bit just because when I'd looked a couple weeks out or a week out at the weather, um, they thought it might land a couple days earlier and could have affect, affected my, my flight, other flights out of town. But uh, I saw the weather, I'm like, oh, they're getting hit later in the week. And it, it yeah. sounds like it's, you know. I, Lloyd, frankly, Lloyd deserves it. But, I mean, oh, that is the absolute <laughs> truth. Man, you're you're fitting in with this show, great, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> you hit it on the head. I, oh. and I enjoyed my last stop with you guys, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So a lot to break down. Uh, still waiting for an opportunity to get the, uh, the, 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 the season back up and going again after the All-Star break. But... Here's the thing. The NFL realized they had a problem with the Pro Bowl game, and I'm not saying they fixed it, but they, they, they took steps to try to fix it. Do you think the yeah. NBA is going to try to take steps to fix what was really, frankly, in a business? Like, the whole weekend was awesome. Everything was fun. The buildup was great. And then that game tipped off, and you're like, oh, okay, well, this isn't good. Yeah, that's been the, that's been the issue is that the game itself is, frankly, Saturday night's more fun usually than Friday. The game itself is, I mean, well, then Friday, obviously, but then Sunday. And the game itself, there's just not, there's no incentive for these guys to play hard and play defense. I mean, other than pride, which you could mention, but, you know, Jason Tatum, after dropping 55 against, you know, doesn't it feel like one of those, like, workout videos we'll be seeing pretty soon of, like, he looked great against that chair, you know, in an empty gym. Um he was like, nobody wants to get hurt. Everybody's trying to play it safe because nobody wants to risk anything. So it's just, you know, it's an open gym shooting practice for the best players in the world. And they get a lot of shots and dunk a lot of balls. And it looks, you know, we, it's funny. I was just talking this morning with our, our, my podcast with Corey Robinson, um, David's kid, who's been to a, a million of these um, and works for NBC now. And he's like, it's better on social media because if you just see the highlights, yeah, it looks great, man. It's kind of fun to watch, you know, John Morant throw down dunks and stuff, but it's a terrible game if you try to watch it start to finish. Um, I'm not – the problem is there's just – I'm not sure – and then the NFL has run into this, like you said. I'm not sure what the answer is. I'm not sure that there's some easy answer to inspire these guys to play hard for for the game. I'm not sure what you could put on the line. Like, you can't – you know, could you increase the pay pool for the players? I mean, sure, but you're bringing in the guys on max contracts. Like, what are you going to have to offer them to get them to really, you know, go for this thing? So I, I'm not sure that that's really feasible, and I'm not sure. I'm just not sure what the answer is. I'm not sure outside of some sort of radical change to the weekend. I'm not sure what their the answer is, and even the radical change, I'm not, you know. I'm kind of open to trying just about anything right now, but I'm not sure what it is. So to be an all-star, to play in the all-star game and to be considered an all-star, you have to put in $500,000 of your own money. And then the winning team takes home the pot. That pot. So it's your own money. So you've got skin in the game. Yeah. It's that, not might just be, an, it's, that might be the answer, but then then nobody would do like all these guys. Like, I'm gonna put that money in. It. Yeah, I could you know, that that money would get me a long way in Cabo for the four days I'm off. So like yeah, I'm I, that would be one way to do it. But they're, and they're competitive guys. You just have to get that. You've got to get those juices flowing, and it happened like it it has happened with this you know target score ending if the game is close, and it wasn't this time. But uh, was that two years ago in Chicago? When it was close, yeah, like mm-hmm. guys got into it. Like the the the, the last few minutes were genuinely competitive, but it hasn't been the last two years. So I don't know. You know, one of my ideas is have Vin Diesel, and I, I don't know if they'd ever do this, but have Vin Diesel come in and give like a pregame speech. And see if that... <laughs> he was there, man. <laughs> yeah, was it, was that as awkward for you as it was for me? <laughs> I, it was a little like, well, there's a lot of this that just feels like promotion, doesn't it? Like, oh, yeah. they're doing what? Now they're going to, yeah. Um, it's not, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was, um, there was a lot of stuff that seemed to be shoehorned in. Now, 
I guess is there a new Fast and Furious movie coming out that is that is a Universal NBC you know franchise? Well, I mean, it is. Um, it is around guess. the middle of a. Know. It is around the middle of a month, which means every month or so there is a new <laughs> Fast and Furious movie that comes out. So. Yeah, that's about, that's about right. Yeah, I, I, I they, they, they do seem to try to shoehorn in. I, I mean, was the girl from Poker Face there? Like, I'm, what else? What other? What else are we really promoting on NBC right now? <laughs> yeah, well, you um, saw Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors promoting yeah, Creed right, Three, the Creed, the Creed, the Creed yeah. movies. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, well, there's, yeah, but everybody does that. It's like the Fox cutaways during the uh, the, all, the during the World Series to the celebrities from whatever show they're promoting, and those people look bored. They're like, "Why am I at the old? Yeah, they're bored with the World Series." <laughs> I, I will tell you though, Kurt, it feels like the three point contest is extremely healthy. I feel like. Yeah. The slam dunk contest felt as healthy as it's been in a while, and the celebrity game actually hit some pretty decent numbers. At least it beat the numbers from last year. It, yeah, the All Star Weekend is an incredible weekend. Kurt, I had way more fun than I ever expected to have. It's just just fix the game. Everything else feels pretty healthy, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And and the the I don't think people realize how much is going on around the parties, the promotions, the events, uh, you know, the celebrities, the shoe drops, all this stuff that goes on around the game and kind of takes over a city. And, um, and it's especially fun somewhere like Salt Lake that, um, you know, if we drop those kind of events in Los Angeles or New Orleans, the most of the city moves on, you know, they're used to big events and the city just kind of moves on without, it doesn't phase them. I don't know. It doesn't take over the city. Where if you're in Salt Lake, like everything's about it, and it it's kind of adds an energy to it, which is kind of fun. Um, but yeah, I think that, it, like you said, I think everything works except the game, and I'm not sure how to fix the game unless you. But I think the more you turn it, the more you can draw people in and keep it. Um, I don't say a convention, but like a. Uh, Corey compared it to a Comic Con type of thing, where you can, like, you know, hey, we've got we're going to do panels, and we're going to do this, and we're going to have youth events, and we're going to do basketball without borders, and like all that stuff is kind of like the more you can do of that stuff, like I think it's and fan engagement's great. I just have no use for the game, and I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure how you keep. Can you get rid of the game and keep all that other stuff and still make it interesting? Mm. So. Um... We don't see this. We talked about this a little bit yesterday on the air. Um, you don't see a major acquisition happen for a team and their playoff odds in Vegas actually go down. But that's what happened with the Clippers with the uh, with the apparent acquisition of Russell Westbrook. We talked about the possibility of it last week when you were on the show. Now that it appears like it will happen, what are your thoughts on the Clippers with Russell Westbrook? I, I just... You know, like I said when I was on last week, I like did they watch any of the games with the Lakers? Or they're just down the hall, like you know. Um, it's you listen to the Clippers talk about it, and a the players wanted it, and then I found I talked to people actually after I'd been on the air with you, um, like they were telling me like people with the team and and people around it, and then even a player or two, and they're all like everybody wants him. All the players really wanted him. But you talk to them and they're like, you know, he can play fast. He'll help us push the pace, which we need a little bit. And he can do this. And if he just plays within our system, if he just kind of buys in and plays within the system, he's going to be a great fit. And I'm like, you're like the fourth team in a row to say this. Why do you think that there's suddenly – if he just plays within this box, it's going to be great. He's not going to play within the – he's not going to draw on the lines, man. He's going to continue to be Russell Westbrook, especially if they start him. So I just – I am – I'm kind of with Vegas on this one. I don't think it made the Clippers better. I think they felt they needed to do something, but um, that is going to be an. It, there's going to be a couple teams that are going to be re- that just made moves. You know, Atlanta. That just it's going to be interesting in the off season because they've got some serious decisions to make if if they don't make a run. So, Kurt, as we finish out the 20 games that we've got left uh, post All Star, uh, basically as a league. What do you see happening down the stretch with Phoenix, Dallas, Denver, and the top part of the West? Um, I think Denver's going to continue. I think they're going to get the top seed. I think they're going to be um, 
you know, kind of the team to beat up there. It's um, they've got like, was I think a four and a half game lead. If I've got that right, um, that's just going to be they're too good to you, you, they're too good to make up that ground on them. If that makes sense, like they're just not going to lose enough games for somebody to reasonably catch them um, over the course. So they're going to get that number one seed, and that's a huge advantage. A, they're good at home. B. Um, but as you guys know, like altitude helps, man, like altitude helps. So I think that's a good, like they're kind of the team to beat. I think Phoenix is the best team on paper, but I've, like we talked about, I've kind of got to see them. Denver is going to put up a lot of points, but I don't think they get enough stops. I don't think, I mean, maybe they climb past Sacramento and get to the three seed, but I don't think they or the Clippers are going that deep right now. I really think it's Phoenix and Dallas ultimately. And um, Phoenix is. We'll see what seed they climb up to. Like how fast? Because they're a play-in team right now. Uh, they lost a lot of games when Booker was out. We'll see how fast this all comes together. And, and by the way, when does Durant get back? The seedings are going to be really interesting in the West and who gets whom. Is there? I mean, this this kind of feels a little NFL-ish with the potent, with these with these NBA playoffs where there's a lot of good teams. And you really don't know who's going to come out of it. Yeah. I mean, normally you have two teams or maybe three teams. You're like, okay, the other playoff teams, it's nice candy, but there's no substance there and they'll be gone. And it's going to come down to LeBron versus Ky- or versus uh, Steph for the NBA finals. Like you just kind of yeah. know how it's going to go. Um, I think, frankly, in my opinion, I think this is good for the league because there's really no clear cut. Oh my gosh, there's no way you can beat that team in a seven game series. That team doesn't exist. And in my opinion, I, I think that's maybe good for the league every now and then. I'm I'm with you. I think it's I think it's good for uh, the league has looked for parity. I don't know that you're ever going to get NFL style parity in the NBA uh, just because of the nature of the sport and the ability of one player, um, a LeBron or a Giannis or Jokic to uh, to dominate, but there is this year. Right now, things are kind of balanced out, especially in the West. I frankly think the two best teams and probably three, if you're going to throw in Philly, because I think they're better than Denver. But certainly, the two best teams are in the East. Like the 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 NBA Finals are when Boston and Milwaukee meet. <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be the series. Um, but the West becomes entertaining that way because I just don't think there's. I don't think there's anybody like you said. I'm not sure who comes out of this. You 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 can make a case for the Warriors flipping the switch. You can make it. I'm, I'm not sold on the Clippers, but I can make a case for them as longer shots. And then you get into Phoenix and 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 the ability for an upset in the West. Where, like I said, I don't think Dallas can string together three three series wins in advance. But I think they can beat anybody on any given. Like mm-hmm. if, if Kyrie and. And if they're getting shooting around Kyrie and Doncic, like they can outscore some teams and 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 win a series. So uh, the the chance for kind of crazy upsets are absolutely out there in the West. So I'm going to just go <clears throat> through the eight that should make it to the postseason in the West. You've got Denver, Memphis, yeah. Sacramento, L.A. the Clippers, Suns, and the Mavericks. Those six feel like they're pretty solid to make it. So the next two, is it Golden State and the Lakers? Is it New Orleans and Minnesota? Really, you've got the six nailed down. Who, after the play-in tournament, is going to fill the seven and the eight? I certainly think Golden State is one of them. Um, I I just think that once Curry gets back, they'll kind of find their rhythm again and and certainly – they might have to get in through the play-in, but they'll get in. And again, that's a team. You do. I don't want to see them if I'm Memphis in the first round. Um, I probably would say Lakers because I, um, I don't know. Now that Zion's had a setback, I don't know when they're getting him back. And, and New Orleans hasn't really pulled it together defensively. They haven't really completely come together. Minnesota's kind of a mess. Uh, Mike Conley might help them. Maybe that. Maybe this is settles them down and organizes them in a better way. I think he's a better fit for what they need than D'Angelo Russell, but they haven't, you know, they don't have Carl Anthony Towns, so it would be the Anthony Edwards show. I'm not sure that that's enough. They're not defending well enough. Um, so I, I got a feeling the Lakers sneak in. Just I like the moves they've made. They're, 
if they can get enough out of Anthony Davis and LeBron staying healthy the rest of the way, I think that they've, I think they've got enough to get to the final, you know, the final eight. But I don't think they, like, I don't, again, I don't want to see them in the first round, but I don't think they could beat Denver. If you're the Pelicans, I mean, you had to give Zion that rookie max yeah. contract. I mean, you just had to do it. But yet, you're like, what are we doing here? Because the oh. dude just can't stay healthy. And Could you imagine being I just, them? I mean, if you're that GM and that owner, you're just like, I mean, we had to give him the money, but this just feels like it's just rinse and repeat with him over and over. And it's not his fault. I mean, it's, I, I mean, I think he, I, I think the desire is there to be healthy and to, and to play a lot of minutes and be a fixture in the NBA, but you just, this just doesn't seem to be working. Yeah, and I got a feeling his whole career is going to be, I don't know, what we had with the equivalent of late, late career Dwayne Wade or, or even maybe Kawhi Leonard right now where you're like, he's going to be great when he's on the floor. Um, I hope we can get 60 games out of him. Like that, If we're going to get yeah. between 50 and 60 games, if we can get 55, 60 games out of him and get him to the playoffs healthy, that's going to be a good year. That's going to be it because he's so... You know, it's funny. We were somebody was asking Scotty Barnes about the toughest guard he, you know, cover he had this season. He mentioned a couple of guys, and he goes, "I didn't cover him that much." But then he brought up Zion, and he goes, "I hadn't, you know, I'd played him a little, but I hadn't really gone against him that much." And because that strength and quickness, there's nobody like him. He's like, he's, you could see his eyes got big, and he's like, "I don't know what, I don't know how to handle this guy." And he. He just changes everything for that team, but you're right. I don't know. It's just kind of disappointing because they're so much fun as a team, and yeah, they they're very limited. I don't want to say very limited without him because TJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram are good players, but with him, they're a huge threat. If you could give Minnesota ownership truth serum, <clears throat> do you think they're having <laughs> buyer remorse on Rudy Gobert? Oh, yeah. Yes, very much so, and I. This was one where I, this wasn't driven. I mean, sometimes certain trades, Jajante Murray, for example, with the hot, with going to the Hawks, is driven is not universal within a, in Westbrook with with the Clippers right now. It's not universal within the front office, but it was driven by enough people that it happened, um, and by the people who get to make decisions. That was one in Minnesota. Everybody believed. Oh no, this is this is it. This is what puts us off. Ownership, coaches, every, players wanted. Everybody thought this was going to work, and it's just, yeah, I think there's not only just buyer's remorse for it not working, but there's no easy way back. I mean, they gave up so much. They're they're, they're pot committed to this. Kurt Heelan, NBC Sports and ProBasketballTalk.com. Always a pleasure, Kurt. I wish we had more ice cream sandwiches to give you, but uh, (laughs) thanks for hopping on with us. It means a lot. I, I, you know what? I'll just go over to my freezer. I'm here at home. I, I can get some. I'm sure the kids have. No, in fact, I know my girls keep a good stock of ice cream. So I'll, I'll, just, I'll take care of myself. There you go. Appreciate it. Awesome. <laughs> take care, guys. You got it, Kurt Healan. Tell you what, man. We had that big uh, cooler of ice cream of uh, of uh, Fat Boy ice creams, and Kurt's like, "Hell yeah, let's go." They went to it. Forty degrees. Thirty-eight, maybe. Yeah. Forty. High thirties. High thirties. Those guys were just hitting those ice cream sandwiches. It was fun to see them enjoying that weekend. It was a great weekend. I I happen to believe in Phoenix. That's where I stand right now. Yeah. If Kevin Durant stays healthy, I happen to be a believer in Phoenix. I think the Suns are going to be coming out of the West. I think Boston comes out of the East. I think we have a Suns-Boston Finals, and... I think Boston probably takes care of them because they'll play a little bit more defense. Unless Kevin Durant decides he's going to engage defensively like he did with Golden State. But there was a pretty high demand for him to defend when he was on the court for Golden State. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how... Chris Paul may provide that some level of accountability. I don't think it'll match what the Golden State Warriors demanded of him. I don't think so either, but I do agree with that. And I think that Kevin Durant's going to respect Chris Paul. If Chris is like... Kevin, we got to get more out of that. You, you, we got to get more. You have to be this or that. If if we want to do this, because I, I want my first championship, I do not want to leave this league without something on my finger. So if you could please put the same passion you put into it for Steph Curry, because Kevin Durant was a motivated sucker. 
when he jumped onto that already incredible Golden State team that won the championship with him and then won one after him, mm-hmm. without him. Kevin Durant has to be looking around like, I guess i got to win another one, continue to seal my legacy. I think we're going to see a motivated Kevin Durant, and I think that him and Chris Paul probably work good together. It's Devin Booker is the wild card, yeah. and Aiton is kind of the wild card, but Devin Booker more to me is the wild card. What do you do with him? Yeah. What does he do with Kevin? Ah, uh, that is – you're right. That's the big question, Mark. You, you find a way to make it work. You just they're, – they're, those guys are too athletic, too talented. Because they, the, they see the ring on the wall. Yeah, yep. All right, Hans and Scotty, Tim's with us. We're live here at RGS. Uh, and, look, there's a lot of people out there that are looking at ice, backing up in those uh, rain gutters, and they're thinking, oh, man – Last March, April, I said I was going to get it fixed, and then October came around, and I didn't do it. And now we're dealing with the problem again. And people really, you know, don't understand how damaging those ice dams can be if you don't have proper rain gutters, and the damage it can cause to your house. Uh, this, you know, the home teachers may come over, slip, and sue you for a broken leg. Like it's going to open you up to all kinds of problems. <clears throat> no, you're absolutely right. I mean, the the, the most common cause. Um, of accident in your home is ladder falls. Um, and I think right there next to what's got to be slips and falls on yeah. ice, right, especially in Utah. So that's what we want to do is keep you off the ladders, uh, keep you off those roofs, and then uh, get the gutters taken care of. And, you know, we get that with an ice melting system. We have the gutter cover so that you don't have to worry about ever cleaning them again. And, and believe it or not, a, a plugged gutter with leaves and debris can cause your uh, gutters to freeze over quicker too. So sometimes it's a combination of both. Um, sometimes we can keep your existing gutters. We just need to do the heat cable. Sometimes we need to replace the gutters. So just kind of depends on what you want to do. But bottom line is what we want to do is keep keep your front steps free and clear of ice. Can you believe it's been three years since you fixed my gutters? Man, no. Can't believe this it. is our third winter with that gutter fix. And just to give people insight in what uh, – I think it was Greg. Or Ross, was it Ross, Ross, came, Ross, Ross came, came out and did. Yep. Uh, give people kind of an idea. I've got a section of metal roof, and it's – really slick and that snow would slide off that metal roof and fall into the gutter fill it up with ice and it was bending the gutter and i'm sure a lot of people are dealing with these same things it just happens you know if you've got a steep roof and the snow is falling into the gutter and it's bending the gutter and what ross did is he came out and put a metal bar it's just a slide bar across the front edge of that metal roof you can't even see it on there but it stops the snow and ice from sliding off of that metal. And then they just put a little heating cable that ran through that gutter and then down through the drain part of that gutter. And I have not dealt with a single second. That's great. Not a single second of any type of buildup. It, uh, and it makes the, a world of difference because that was right on our front walk. It's and, and it took me 10 minutes to call you. It took you a couple of minutes to get it scheduled. Ross was out there within two or three days. Uh, giving an estimate, and then the project was done within four weeks. Well, and I think back then, too, and, and, and frankly, the only reason why it was four weeks is because the snow bars, are the, the, those, those are the hardest things to get uh, time frame-wise. The thing is, too, is I think you thought it was going to be a much bigger, bigger project than it really was, right? Oh, yeah. Sometimes we have in our mind this big, huge thing that's going to be super, you know, $10,000, and it's going to be all these things. I mean, that could be. But but it might be a thousand bucks. It might be five hundred bucks. I mean, you just don't know until we get out there and take a look at it. But the best thing is to let us come out and assess it, and and let's stop it. Quit having these ice problems. Quit slipping and falling. Let's fix it. And then while we're there, let's look at maybe beautifying your whole exterior. Let's make your home look brand new. Let's keep up with the Joneses and make your home sexy when you walk in. Uh, everybody wants that. Hey, get that sexy back. Let's get the sexy back. Yeah. Tim's you know? bringing sexy back. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't make it to the gym today, so I'm fat and old. And, you know, sometimes this weather, that's what it does. But no, look, joking aside, that's what we're here, right? We just, let's take care of you. Let's let's get it resolved. I mean, days like today uh, make us start to think about it. We're, we're probably all cuddled up inside and not really going going out too much, but... Still, it's that, that snow's going to melt in a couple of days. Well, that's actually the people we're trying to really lean on right now. If you're that's at right. home, you've got a snow day. This is never you've never had more time on your hands to start your project. Yep. You know you got a problem with something on the exterior. You're sick of the brick, or you're sick of the rock, or you're sick of the stucco, and you want brick and rock. Yeah, that's right. This is where the project starts. Call. Yeah, and, and like you guys have all dealt with it. Just sometimes, just having the <clears throat> excuse me, just having the guys out taking a look at it and and see what we can do and then and then let's go from there 
801-280-3110. That's 801-280-3110. Call right now. Let's get you on the books. Get that uh, get that free estimate, that free assessment. 801-280-3110 right here on 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Unrivaled with Scott Mitchell and Alex Keery. All of this hinges on a meteorites deal. It has to be comparable to the Big 12. And if it's not, you know Oregon and Washington are probably out the door. But why is everybody else? Why is every other conference going expand? And why did the Pac-12 go, nope, we're not we're not doing anything? Why did they not see the writing on the wall? Why did why did everyone else get this? Why did everyone else understand the assignment and and the Pac-12 didn't? Seems pretty clear. It's their arrogance and they're they're not reading the room and not seeing what's really going on. And what's really going on, TV, plain and simple, has been driving this ship and it will continue to drive this ship. And if you don't answer to it and you don't understand it, you're toast. It's Unrivaled. Afternoons from 3 to 6. Presented by G2G Bars. Perfect for anyone who needs a quick, tasty, and nutritious boost. The 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. It's time to saddle up and talk about the winners and the losers. This is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, here's the good. Hans and Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hope you're all well. Hope you're all enjoying the snow. Okay, I, we're not enjoying it. I hope you're all just <laughs> making it through the snow. Just, just fight through with it. Soldier through the snow. Um, It'll be 100-degree weather before you know it. Scotty, do you need to give anything away? Or usually the part of the good is you give stuff away. Let's see. It's a Wednesday, right? It is a Wednesday. It is a Wednesday. If you want to give something away, I just usually leave room because I, I leave room for good to give something away. I do have a good if we don't have something to give away. Caller number 12, 801-575-ZONE. That's 801-57-ZONE. It'll win you a pair of tickets to see Yellow Card coming up at USANA Amphitheater on August 6th. I know there's a lot of people really fired up about this concert. I'm not up to speed on Yellow Card. I know kids of the early 2000s are, uh, but uh, here you go. Gen Z, you heard of Yellow Card? Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I know Yellow Card, too. We all do. So that'll be a really fun ticket. The other part of the good today... Is Utah State a fringe NCAA team right now? Very much a fringe. Um, they've got some work to do. They've got uh, UNLV coming up and then Boise State. They win those two games, which will be a challenge for sure. Um, and then I think if they win a couple games in the Mountain West Conference Tournament, I think they are in. It would be fun to see them in. I'm hoping Utah finds a way in. I'd like to get at least one in-state team yeah. into that March Madness. It always makes it a lot more enjoyable. Well, right now, I think your best shot, I mean, if you want to go that, well, you know, the problem is they've got to win their conference tournament, but UBU is just playing fantastic basketball yeah. right now. But the only way in is a conference tournament, but which again, they can absolutely do. Oh, 100%. Um, uh, and they're the kind of team, too, with a good guard line and a really elite rim protector at UVU. They're a team that I think could win a game and surprise a team as a 12 or 13 seed in the tournament. Utah State last night gets the win over Wyoming. Um, this Aggie team had just been playing a lot of games. They've not had a bye week yet. It now hits after last night's game, so they won't play for another week, which is much needed because they were just dead tired at the end. They had an emotional win against Nevada. They were down 21 against Nevada, came back and won that game at home. So expended a lot of energy, had to travel on a short trip to Wyoming, and at the end of that game, they were, there was nothing left in the tank. They hit some big free throws to win that game, but a game that was a lot closer than it probably should have been, for sure. Steven Ashworth, points leader? 19 points. 19 for Steven. And I want to say 10 of those came from the free throw line. Max Shuga had an okay night? 
Yeah, Shulga uh, shot the ball well early. Aggies had it going early, and then offensively in the second half, they just it just came back down what, to earth. What? How many bid league is the Mount West Conference? I think right now it's a three and could be a four. I mean, I the here's I will I think this the Mountain West will get more teams in than the Pac-12 will this year. That would be something, especially if New Mexico or Utah State wins the conference tournament. That puts them safely in as a four bid league. Uh, I don't think the Pac-12 gets in any more than three. Could be two. So yeah, it's one of those years. Utah State playing good basketball though. All right, there's your good. Let's get to the bad. Now the bad. Hans, you mentioned this earlier, but the ratings for the All-Star Game down 29%. Viewership down 27% from last year's All-Star Game. Uh, the viewership has been trending down, but that decline is the steepest since 2000. The first All-Star Game after a one-year hiatus due to the 98-99 lockout. The primary TNT broadcast averaged a 1.8 rating, 3.71 million and on the uh, inside the NBA simulcast, that drew a .4 rating with 877,000 people watching. Not good. Not good. The All-Star Saturday night averaged a 1.6 with 3.42 million viewers on TNT. That's the lowest rating in viewership for the Saturday night festivities in at least two decades. Yeah. Ratings and viewership fell sharply from last year. Uh, Friday's Rising Star also hit a historic low with a .49 rating. That's down from last year's .7. The only one that did not sink double digits to a historic low was the Celebrity Game, which actually increased year over year from a .7 to a .75. That's Guillermo. Guillermo bringing all the boys to the yard. Guillermo was definitely the showpiece, even though he was yanked off the court. What did he have, two minutes of court time, Lloyd? Yeah, that's bullcrap. He ran the point for like two possessions, brought the ball up to court and turned it over and was taken off the court and then ordered pizza. And by the way, good choice of pizza. He did get the pie. He did bring the pie. And I, I don't know how much a free advertising that was worth, but good they for got them. a lot of it, though. Yeah, it's a good pizza. When it, when it comes to the Salt Lake City area, that's a good pizza. You and I aren't shy in saying that. No. And we've never gotten a free slice from No. I mean, we would gladly take a beautiful advertising package with a ton of trade if they wanted. But that would be great. If you're feeling bold, let's do this thing together. It is probably my favorite slice in the city. In the city? Yeah. Yes. In Utah? No. Where are you going there? You want me to say the name? Yeah, why not? Two Jacks, Spanish Fork. Okay. They've got uh, an incredible, their combination pizza with their ranch dipping sauce, their cheese sticks with their ranch dipping sauce. <clears throat> Not <laughs> a better pizza It's in worth the driving to Spanish Fork for? Every time. He wow. just bit his lower lip, didn't he? Yes. He did bite his lower lip. I, I, I could totally hear it. I love that pizza so much. And it's the old classic go in. Sit down. Have your red cups? Yep. yep. Red cups. I always get the root beer. Really? I do root beer with my pizza. Tell me they have a Pac-Man table. You can call me eight years old. They don't, Lloyd. Dang it. They that's don't. That's what makes a pizza hey, joint. It is. I'm telling you, like that's the one thing about going back home and going to Burley, and they ha- still have one of the rare sit-down pizza huts. Does it have a salad bar still? It still has a salad bar, yeah. and it did. That's the first video game I ever played was like a... What's the yeah, space uh, invaders? No, it was the ball going back and forth, and you moved the paddle with the little line, and it pong. was like, pong. Yeah, <sighs> they had a pong. They had a pong there. Well, yeah, they but they don't anymore. Right? Uh it's been a while since I've been in there. They Changed might. it out for centipede. Centipede. Yes. Centipede. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's Street Fighter. All right, there you go. By the way, for uh, I don't know my birthday or Christmas, my wife bought me. She went on Amazon and bought a bunch of those red cups. Oh yeah. And it's just like it's sentimental value. Like I will, I will use those like crazy. Plus, you got your pebble ice. Yep. Well, that machine went. It blew up on us. No way. It did. Those things don't have much of a shelf life, man. Uh, yep, that's under five years. Yeah, uh, but they were they were they were mixing some years. of those uh, some of those drinks. You know what I'm talking about the uh, 
What it's not it? a snow cone machine, Lloyd. No, no, not that type of drink. The other drink. <laughs> the, with the French creams that he had? Yeah, uh, all those all those different flavors. Like, he was pretty much running a, uh, God, what are those places called? A, a swig? Yeah, he was pretty much running a swig we, right out of his house. We pushed a lot of ice through that machine. Yeah, you did. I'm glad we got to enjoy it before. Once. Busted. Yeah, we got to enjoy it one time. Oh, one time's plenty for you. Come it's not. Your, your French non-liqueurs. <laughs> Come on, those are some solid drinks. <laughs> <laughs> They're great drinks. Yeah, I don't want to bite the bullet and buy another one, but I might have to because I miss it as much as anybody in the house. If you got the red cups, you got to have pebble ice. I know, I know. All right, we got to got to uh, we got to wrap. Yeah, Lloyd won't get let us get to the ugly. We'll move it into roulette. Hands and Scotty, ninety-seven five whole world news coming up next. This is this is DJ and PK. Joined by Randy Ray, former Weber State men's basketball coach, one of your former players, Damian Lillard. If he did leave Portland, would the Warriors and Jazz go to the top of the list? You know, I think so. I do know this, that when he came out, kind of his wish list was to play for Jerry Sloan at Utah or Greg Popovich at San Antonio, because that's who he is. He's an old school, tough, competitive guy, and he wanted to play for guys like that. But I think if the situation ever occurred and he had a chance to be in Utah, you know, if he wanted to jump and wanted to make a move, I would think they'd be close to the top of the list because he loves it there. They got such a good program, such a good culture there. I think that would be something he'd be probably pretty interested. Again, I'm not speaking for him. We haven't talked about it, but my guess would be that, yeah. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 to 10. Presented by Murdoch Chevrolet. Proudly serving Utah since 1926. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Go! It's time to span the globe for the hard-hitting news you care about. Well, not really. But hey, at least we found it interesting. This is Whole World News on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. We've got, we got the, the whole world in our hands. You got the whole world in our hands. We've got the whole world. Hanson Scotty, 97.5, DKSL Sports Zone. It is time for another edition of Whole World News. Hans, I just got one quick thing here for you. Because uh, this is floating around on Twitter. This guy is asking, saying, I've been dating this girl for two years. Her parents really do not like me. I really like her. But her mom has secretly offered me $10,000 to break up with her daughter. I really like this girl, but $10,000 is still $10,000. You take the money. (laughs) But you better make sure you get that money because you don't want her to see it. See, he's accepted this money. Look. Here's the thing. I need a cashier's check, and I'm going to need that money. Made out to me before. Non taxed. It's uh, non taxed. In fact, you probably want cash. Yeah. Give yeah. me cash. Yeah. Because I'm going to take that cash, go put it in chips in Vegas, launder it, move it around a little bit, <laughs> make sure it's clean, get it back. You watched Hell or High Water yeah. once, man. Wait, and wait, you're wait, always talking about going. Oh, I watched it. I've watched that thing a hundred times. I just watched another movie called. The best of me. It was a suggestion from my mom. Yeah. Tearjerker. Uh, cried a lot. But in that movie, the dad of this daughter offers him $80,000 to walk away from the relationship. 80000 Essentially, yeah. He was going to pay for his college. He was going to pay for all tuition and everything to a, a really high-class college. It was going to equate to about $80,000 because this was late 90s. Yeah. And he told the guy to, to shove it. He's like, no, you're not going to pay me to stay away from your daughter. That's not going to happen. I've always told my kids, marry for love. But if you can marry for love and money, that's good. That's even better. Okay, so what's the better tactic, to come and try to buy a guy away from your daughter or to threaten him? Um, I think threatening makes a guy feel like, oh, really? You're you're going to try to chase off that way? No. I would say, look, because here's the thing, and Lloyd brought up a really good point because I asked him this during the break. If, if, they, if they're willing to throw that kind of money around, 
then that means they have significant financial resources, which means if you can eventually win them over and you lock that down, you're going to be living on the high life for the rest of your life. All right, if you could go back to when you're, let's say you're two weeks in dating Ginny. Yeah. And uh, this is not going to end well. No. <laughs> this is a bad this. idea. Don't uh, do this. See, okay. <laughs> Don't do this. What are you doing? See, you know, we're talking hypotheticals here. You can't go specific <laughs> yeah. situations. Because here's the thing you were engaged in to Amanda weeks. in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that would have been an uncomfortable conversation. That would have been a rough because you are there's. I guarantee you, you turned the money down. You are one of the more frugal people I know, but you one thing that you will place above all things. frugality or whatever that word is I is going to be right. love. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. I'm actually surprised her mom didn't come and try to <laughs> offer whatever to get away from her daughter. Her mom and I never got along. But my love for Amanda runs real deep. After the first date, you set up Can one. You please stop biting your lip. Like I need you to stop. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> twice. Once again about a pizza. Now this. Now Amanda. So I just need you to stop. Uh, yeah, set up one fish tank. First kiss. Three weeks later, engaged. And it is that everlasting love story. It, it, you know, you could write a Hollywood movie about the depth of our love and devotion to each other. Well, there usually needs to be some level of like, you know, conflict or something. Something goes wrong to make it a movie. Well, you know, I I did break off the engagement. Oh, yeah, you did tell me about that. For one day. Yeah. And then she had some debt that I was not aware of. And her brother came in and smacked you around, right? Yeah. Took me to Del Taco and, and got me a mucho burrito and... Got me fed. Told me that three thousand dollars in debt isn't the worst thing in the world. I didn't know what debt was at that point. I thought three thousand might as well have been three million. I didn't know how I was going to pay that. Well, off. Yeah, BYU paying everything for you. So you're like, I don't even how know. did you rack up three thousand dollars in debt? Oh, it's called life. Like, wait a minute. So when you have a toothache, you just don't have somebody take care of it for you. You're telling me the school doesn't just dig that out of there? You're paying tuition? Nobody's <laughs> nobody's paying your tuition for you? What is debt you speak of? Food? Why didn't you just go down to the Wilk and get free food? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She had uh, $200 on a dealer's card, and that that was it. That was almost breaker. a Yeah, that was almost a deal breaker right there. It was. That but luckily, I came to my senses. We repaired things. Repaired things. I would are. say take the money, take the cash, and then get her to elope. Yes, I like that oh, right there. Yeah, get because the cash if you and- so take the money, and our good friend Jared tweets in, take the money, and then tell her what her parents did. That's going to make her mad at her parents and make her want to do something really crazy and impulsive. Then you go to Vegas, the Chapel of Love, and. Uh, that is brilliant. Get a quick you say, hey, let's say, use this money to go do that. So go get, go get uh, married. Yeah. Well, we're giving all kinds of bad advice out. No, this is great advice. And then you are locked into that family. Sorry, I meant this. I didn't mean to derail whole world news. This was just, I, I just meant this as a quick little conversation. Well, it's a good one. It's a good one. But, you know, the truth is, Scotty, love will always be more important than money. But money sure does help with love. <laughs> it helps. Oh, man. Yeah, it does. Okay. Absolutely. Don't. If you say something that involves Jenny, we're not. Not. No, I won't. Okay. Right. If it comes down to marrying for love or marrying for money, what are you marrying for? You're just throwing that out to the audience, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Contemplate that. Make Everyone it, out there. Make it love. Money doesn't last. Love does. There is a person I knew that um, married for love, and it ended badly. And on the second marriage, I I asked this individual, I'm like, so, uh, or, or they were telling me about their future spouse. And I'm like, oh, wow, that sounds like they come from 
Money. significant resources. Yeah. And they said, yes, the first one was for love. This one. For comfort. This one's for Papa. <laughs> this one's for me. <laughs> this one's for comfort. Hans and Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Greg's hanging out with us. We're live here at RGS Exteriors as our guy. And if he's listening right now, Tim, I don't know why you're driving to Cedar. Well, I know why you're driving, but uh, I don't know, man. Be careful out there. I don't know if driving south is something you want to be doing right now, but Greg's hanging out with us. Greg, uh, all kinds of great opportunities come down here. Get on the books, whether it's rain gutters, whether it's the outside of your home. There's really nothing you guys can't do. Yeah, if you're looking for something to work on the exterior of your house, give us a call. We have estimators ready to come out. We we do it for free. Come out, give you an estimate, walk your home, find the problem, the issues you've got, give you solutions for it, give you fixes, lay it all out for you. I hope that our listeners understand the depth of the exterior reach that RGS has. I want people to understand it could be anything on the outside of the house. If you've got soffit or fascia, that's the edge of the roof or the under part of the roof that's rotting or having issues, look at potentially going to a switchover product, getting away from a wood product and going to a hardy product or going to a sheeting product. You know, if you've got stucco and you're sick of the cracks and you want to try something new, the hardy plank or maybe some brick or stone siding, the depths of the projects are never ending, Greg. What what you guys have to offer for people out there? Oh, yeah. We've got most siding that's being done in Utah, we deal with. We always go to the updated shows. So we're looking at the newest, greatest materials. If you've seen it and you're interested in it, come in, ask us. Have us come out. We we do a lot of the new products. We are... Uh, one, we're very familiar with everything that's being currently installed right now. So if you want to switch from one, like you said, if you just want to do a facelift and change out something, you got one little problem area and you want to change it from, from old stone to new brick, whatever it is, we can take care of that for you. What's the most popular thing being installed right now? Uh, James Hardy is still uh, right now the most popular siding material being put on. Uh, vinyl still a, a, a tried and true material um affordable yeah and durable and it is it's gone a long it's come a long way everybody always has that stigma of vinyl siding is oh it's going to fall off it's going to rot it's going to crack man over the years it's it's a 30 year product that you know it's not going to fade it's not going to crack it's a really good product don't put your barbecue close to it do not it's going to melt and and you'd be surprised or maybe not how often we get hey we just have this little section on the back of our house by our porch that we need taken (laughs) care of you don't even need to explain what happened yep yep somebody was barbecuing or smoking a little too close Mm -hmm. to the house yep well right now is the time to call get on the books and let's get you scheduled it's really simple, a quick phone call to make, and uh, let's get you going. It's all courtesy of RGS Exteriors right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Um, we'll be here until 3 o'clock, so make sure to st- uh, just call. And let's, uh, again, let's get you squared away. It's all right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.